0: Your Locked On Penguins,
1: your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, happy Tuesday evening to all you Locked On Penguins and of course the Locked On Ducks listeners as well. Uh, I'm Hunter Hodes. I do have... Jason here, of course, for a nice little crossover because these two teams play yet again tonight. And um this is definitely, I think, gonna be a pretty good game. I think the Penguins are going to be fired up, I think is the way to say it, because they lost yeah. their 10 game winning streak <laughs> to the stars. Um, you know, th- there's a couple more players of COVID protocol, but Jason, the big news of today, Evgeny Malkin makes his long awaited return. Um, from the playoffs where he last played game six against the Islanders played on one leg, had six points in four games. He now makes his return. Um, just what are you, what are you most looking forward to, um, with this matchup? You think
0: I'm looking forward to some of the other guys coming back for the ducks because the ducks had had eight players under protocol, not so much anymore. Thank goodness. <laughs> most of those guys are now out of protocol. So that's what I'm most excited about. It's so, about seeing the kids in,
1: the ki- you, you have the hashtag on your Twitter hashtag. Let the kids play. Um, you've, yeah. I think you've been saying that for the last year. Um, it looks like they're finally starting to do that. And you know those those kids have been pretty good this year. You know the Ducks have been a team. You know I said it when I went on your show and everything. You know they definitely surprised me this year. Um, you know Troy Terry's been awesome. Been one of the NHL's leading goal scorers, Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. I mean. You know, Trevor Zegras is incredible. You got um, uh, Sonny Milano having a breakout season. when I did not No one ever yep. saw that coming. John Gibson's return to oh, form. I day. saw
0: that coming? Come on. No one else did. It. Go ahead. Yeah, preseason, when I had my predictions, I said, Sonny Milano, watch out for this guy. He could be the one name that people don't know yet, but we're going to be talking about later on. Boy, how right I was.
1: You you nailed that one. What one of mine was, you yeah. know, that Jason Zucker was gonna break out this year. Um, that's just that's that's been one that has been a, no. a, a nice old takes exposed right there. I mean, he's also banged up
0: <clears throat> right now. Yeah, but my, uh, my bad take was that the ducks would finish last. Although to be it, fair, a lot of people had the ducks finishing last.
1: I had them closer to the bottom. I, I will say that I did not think they would be this good this year. Um, no, looks it. like they're kind of almost locked for a playoff spot if they can just, you know, keep winning, um, which would be pretty huge just because, you know, with the rebuild and everything, um, just, you know, getting the playoffs, you know, what a lot of people said was like a year or two away or something like that. But, you know, Jason, these two teams played a really good game just a few, just about a month ago, um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Casey DeSmith got the start. To be fair, you got Casey DeSmith's best start of the season because he's been really bad since then. Tonight you're going to get Tristan Jari, one of the league's best goaltenders. He's been right around 9:30, a bit over. Um, during the 10-game winning streak, his save percentage was 950.
0: Um, he's been awesome. Yeah, but you little. know what? You know what? You also got some really good goaltending from John Gibson and Anthony Stolarz. <clears throat> you had a perfect Anthony Stolarz that day. Just FYI, he was,
1: he was awesome. He came. I'm pretty sure he came in for Gibson because he got hurt. If I recall yes, he
0: did. That. That is correct. Gibby had to leave after two periods. So in came Stolars, who was a perfect 13-for-13 13 13 in relief. So, I mean, yeah, DeSmith was good. Stolars was just as good as well. So maybe this could be another that, low-scoring game.
1: It was just that Brock had that goal in the first period, um, but... You know, he will he will not be playing in this matchup. The penguins have their COVID problems of their own. Zach Aston Reese and Danton Heinen were on the put on the list today. This is Aston Reese's uh, second time he says a positive um in the last three months. So it's just um, you know, what who knows if this team will ever be healthy? It's it's basically an if not when, um, for the penguins, I think.
0: Um, yep. but yeah, right now, right now for the ducks, they only have three players under protocol. John Gibson, unfortunately, Vinny LaTerry, and Sam Carrick. Kind of sucks seeing those guys. Derek Grant is eligible for tonight's game, so he could play. Also just off the list was Zegris, obviously, who had the nebulous tweet last week saying, let me out, let me out, let me out, Mickey. Ah! <laughs> he was not happy. Nick Delorier is off, yay. Max Comtois off, double yay. So all these guys are finally coming back.
1: Thank God. That's huge. I actually did not know coming into this that Gibson would be out. So it's going to be Stolarz then, um, Jason?
0: It's going to be Anthony Stolarz unless Lucas Dostal begs Mm. to say, hey, I got the win last game. I want one more shot. It's probably going to be Stolarz. I think Stolarz wants a little bit more of the Penguins. He did well against them last time. There's no reason to think he wouldn't do well again against these guys.
1: He did. And I remember in that third period, you know, he did make a lot of 10 bell saves when the Penguins were pushing a little bit. I know they were playing on a back to back beat Washington the night before and probably one of their finest performances of the season. But, you know, they still brought it as much as they could and they were able to squeak out a win that, you know, I would say it was kind of a 50 50 game. The Ducks had their moments when they were pushing, the Penguins kind of pushed it back, but then overall, um, it was still a good game. I think, you know, we are going to get something similar tonight. Um, I know some people in, on the East Coast are not happy that it's a 10 o'clock start. You know what, Jason? I live for those. Wait I, I, till I,
0: Thursday. I, Wait till Thursday night when it's a 10.30 start at Staples Center.
1: Hey, I live for those as well. The 30 minutes for me does not do anything because I'm up late anyway, and yeah. I don't need coffee or anything like that. So if I had to stay up until 12.30 or 1, okay
0: coffee what is that (laughs) but hey you have to play against the la sorry the los angeles kings on thursday that'll be emotional but let's talk about tonight's game because it's a return for someone who's had the ducks number over the years you know who i'm talking about jeff carter he's tormented the ducks for the last decade and we'll i bet he's gonna score a goal That's because he loves playing against these guys. Would not be surprising if he does. He was a bit off in that last
1: game, but um, he was still just a couple fresh days off COVID protocol. He actually was one of the players that Mike Sullivan said had mild symptoms, so he definitely didn't look right. I think tonight you might be seeing him, and this is just me speaking in practice, you might see him with Evgeny Malkin on the wing. They've been kind of experimenting (laughs) with that. Um, just because a couple of the players are still, you know, out right now, you know, like I said, Heinen, Aston Reese, McGinn, and, um, uh, Rust, I'm pretty positive at least, are still on the protocol. The players that from Dallas are not going to be playing tonight. The five days have not been linked yet. Um, but at least what they were experimenting with yesterday in practice, it looks like that they might have Carter on the wing, which I'm fine with, but obviously you want him at your third line center, but
0: um yeah and you want him at full strength too that's the other thing
1: now we have a little bit of break from our crossover with um jason of locked on ducks got beard get primal got beard get primal if you or someone you care about has a beard it needs to get primal maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product primal origin oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed the products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet primal origin oils makes balms oils and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feeling beard products available all products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. The combo kits make a great holiday gift. And if you're shopping for yourself, you will be glad you did. You know, my stepdad, again, he definitely needs this because he, his beard is like, okay, but he still needs to stylize it a little bit. Mine right now, I've been able to grow it out a little bit more. I still need a little bit of style with it, and just you know, treating my favorite product. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel and beard to the other products you've used. We promise you, you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code Locked On gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Use the code Locked On at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, he brings an element to this team that, you know, probably hasn't been seen since Nick Benito was there. So I'm excited to see how much better he looks just because before he got COVID, he was actually starting to turn it up a little bit. Started slow, but he was overall having a pretty decent season. It was already almost up to 10 goals. And I'm sure it's going to be a very emotional return that (laughs) next game when I talk with Sarah of Locked on Kings because, you know, Carter was obviously in LA for so many years um, yeah. can't wait to that tribute but um yeah he's definitely I, I would not be surprised if he is a, a big time player tonight especially with, with how you said he has crushed the ducks over the years with how many times they play
0: yeah he has i mean i i could go back to at least a couple moments six seven years ago where he just tormented the ducks and they said enough enough already <laughs> we remember <laughs>
1: Yeah. A, a couple times. times. Um, I, I, I remember, I think there was a couple distinct ones in the playoffs. I believe when they had a playoff series, I think he did. Um,
0: um, I'll, I'll go back to that one.
1: 2014. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's a, that's a distinct one. I remember, I wonder what happened that
0: year. Um, okay. That was probably a bit mean. The, yeah. The Kings won that one. That that's fine. I mean, the Kings won that one in 2014. It was, a, it was a good series. That was also the swan song of one Timu Solani. Yeah. I'll always, last game against them. I'll say that, man.
1: Always one of my favorites to watch. I love Timu, um, especially when they had, you know, the jersey that you're wearing right now. Um, those, those jerseys.
0: Oh, the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the
1: Mighty Ducks. I mean, you know, come on. I, I have my just for you, buddy. I have my Penguins long sleeve shirt on with my 71. You can't really see it up here, but there's the 71 just because Gino's playing. Um, you know, I'm so ecstatic for him to be back because it's been such a long recovery. And, you know, I'm glad that they kind of lost the last game. This is going to sound weird, but I'm glad that they lost the last game because I don't need to hear the takes that, oh, well, Evgeny Malkin is going to screw up the team chemistry now that they lost the first game he's back. Blah, 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 blah. And it's just a whole bunch of baloney.
0: Um, There's no merit to it, I guess. (laughs) Although I did did actually sit down to watch that game uh, for the sole reason that I knew the matchup was coming up. So I wanted to see how Pittsburgh did against Dallas. And one thing about that game that I was impressed with was um, for a couple of their lines, the forecheck has been very good for Pittsburgh. Um, They're very good at pressing when they have to the passing game is still there are times where the passing game can be a little bit sloppy on their end. And I know you've seen this all season long. Yeah. Would you say that's one thing that's holding some of these guys back a little bit? They are sloppy at times. I
1: think the biggest thing from that last game was, I think they were out of gas towards the end just because it was almost three games in three and a half days. Yeah. Um, But they were making some pretty porous decisions to say the least. Towards the two to one, Um, John Marino made a really badly timed pinch. Um, Patterson was not good on one of the other goals. Um, So, and that's what happens. You know, the Stars. I know they're out of playoff positioning, but they have a lot of good players. Sometimes that happens. Tristan Jari had no chance on those two goals. They just had. Too bad defensive breakdowns. The fact of the matter is, the Penguins tried to coast to that win, and they're probably like, "Okay, let's let's just see if we can close this out, and you know, not really skate that hard and get get regroup and go to California." Didn't happen. Now they got to regroup. Ten
0: California. in a row. They're playing with house money at this point. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've Although,
0: already. go ahead. I, I mentioned this on today's podcast. Now Pittsburgh enters the SoCal gauntlet. The gauntlet is back, baby, because, hey, look, the Ducks are second in the Pacific Division. You know who's third? The Los Angeles Kings. You know, and I, I, think, I, I think to me that's more fun is when one team is good and one team is bad, it's not as fun. For me, it's more fun because you have all these Eastern Conference teams saying, oh, these guys suck. They're no good. We're going to just go we're gonna roll over the ducks and then trounce on the kings no the socal gauntlet is back baby you love to see it if you're a socal hockey fan whether you like the ducks or the kings you love to see it i mean i love to see it more so for the rivalry you know i
1: I remember when there was a time when this road trip was feared beyond belief just because all three (laughs) of these teams were at the top and you know obviously sharks Sharks, ducks kings That was one of the best rivalries. Um, Yeah, so the Sharks
0: not quite back, but when you have both the Kings and the Ducks doing well, you're lucky if you get two points. Look what just happens to the Rangers. They got beat by the Kings. Yeah, the Penguins, they're kind of going into this going, the Kings, they're pretty hot. The Ducks are second in the division. The Pens have got to go into this trip going, I I, I don't know, like maybe we shouldn't relax a little bit. I mean, yeah, you just had a 10-game winning streak, And the way they lost that game against Dallas, I don't know if that's good or bad for them. I know you say you're glad they lost. For me, I don't know. Because there was some sloppy moments at the end of that game where I thought this could be something that could be exposed. That the Ducks could take advantage of. And that's one thing that the Ducks are good at is taking advantage of those little mistakes. Especially when you have young guys that can skate like they can.
1: It's all about I think for this one, you know, how do they start? Um, you know, that what I Jesse Marshall of the Athletic, great friend of the podcast has a great saying for the team. You normally can tell how the game is going to go based on how the penguins start in the first 5 to 10 minutes, about 95% of the time. The, one of the 5% right. actually was that Dallas game. So, the based on how they start, if the, if the four check breakout looks good, you know, they're pressuring in the Ducks defensive zone and they're cleaning up well defensively. It's gonna look pair well for the. It's gonna be well, I think, for the rest of the game. But if that doesn't happen and the ducks are all over them, like kind of like how they were in the last one after the Penguins scored that goal, you mm-hmm. know, that's I think when it gets a little more questionable. And Dallas, I thought, really took it to them those final forty minutes. The Penguins started well. It's just they took the foot off the gas, which you know th- that has been happening to them. I think a little more than I would like to say recently. Um, You know the Sharks game at Wild eight to five affair where they just kept giving goals beyond belief. Um, I think, like I said, that's one that's definitely you know it's not really in the back of my mind, but it's just a reminder. Like you know, you got to play you know good defense, stay
0: disciplined, um, and all that stuff. Right. Um, I have a pregame take before we head off for the evening to watch this game. So my pregame take is going to be. How are the Ducks going to handle that penalty kill? Because the Ducks have one of the best power plays in the entire National Hockey League. But I've seen the Penns PK. It's really good. Like, really, really good. 90%, I think, last time I saw it, 90% tops in the league. But how are you going to generate offense with that penalty kill? But I look at who's back for the Ducks. Like, personnel-wise, you have Milano on that PP unit, along with Zgris, along with Getzloff, who's now back, along with Troy Terry. That's a lot of firepower on that power play. So I would be really interested to see if the Ducks are allowed that many opportunities, can they pull through and break out against this stellar PK? That's going to be intriguing to me.
1: Before we get back to our crossover discussion with Jason, BetterLine would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetterLine remains in the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and that means new updated desktop and mobile website sound today and receive a 50% off bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to get started. BetterLine is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. They have football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. right your favorite Vegas casino games that that is bet online where the game starts. It's the perfect unstoppable force meets an immovable object just because, you know, the, the penguins they're probably one of the more aggressive PKs um in in the league and you know that's one of the main reasons why they are not number 1 is because, you know, they don't just sit back, you know, and let you, you know, just take shots from the slot or the high danger areas. No. They take all that away. They will force the ducks to take the low percentage shots from the boards or for the point and, you know, either trust some of the uh, other PKers to block the shot or Tristan Jari to make, you know, like a low danger kind of save. They they don't give a lot to those high slot, you know, low slot or, or any of the high danger areas. They make you work around that because, you know, they have – they collapse that area and then they have right. the other board at the top just kind of going crazy, um, pressuring every puck carrier. And the thing is – it starts before that as well when you know the breakout is coming up the ice with the opposition. The Penguins' PK or the first guy is all the way back in the defensive zone, just giving that guy crap. So, um, I think it's definitely a different PK that the Ducks will see. Uh, but this is also a different power play the Penguins will see. And mm-hmm. you know, they had that streak where they almost had 40 in a row. Um, I, this is definitely going to be something that's you know, I'm curious, um, to say the
0: least. Yeah, this will be a big test for the Ducks' power play this season, I think. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Or maybe they won't take that many penalties. Maybe.
1: <laughs> well, well, you know, th- there was this game, not the last Dallas game, but before that th- they had one penalty each. And I've seen a, another game this season, I'm trying to remember, no penalties were called. It was just five on five the whole way through, even though there were probably 5,000 infractions. But, you know, Wes McCauley is going to be on the call tonight. I'm sure there's going to be something involved with him with a penalty call. I don't know if it's going to be fighting wise because I don't really
0: see why um, five minutes for fighting that, that,
1: that, that uh, say what you want about him. You know, NHL officials as a whole, that guy's hilarious.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I love Wes.
1: He, he actually makes it a, a bit fun um, to say the least, but
0: Definitely. You know,
1: I, I, I'm excited, man. The return of Gino is, you know, a long time coming they're getting good goaltending. They've won ten out of their yeah. last eleven. Um, I did want to ask you though, Jason, how have you? What have you been impressed with lately on how the team is playing? You know, have they continued to stay hot and everything? Just, you know, what are your overall thoughts on the team?
0: On the Ducks, I would say overall. You know, I have to say hashtag let the kids play. Um, looking at the last couple of games, I look at the goals that Zgris has had. Zgris has played a tremendous style of hockey, even though he was just under COVID. Last two games, especially last game, two points in that game. But man, Troy Terry is a beast on the offense. What I've been most impressed by is his aggressiveness. He's playing with more confidence. He's playing with more speed. He's worked on his speed a lot. He's worked on his accuracy. Right now, he's shooting at a 25% clip, which I know is not sustainable. Yeah, It, was, it was 33%, so maybe it's somewhat sustainable if he can keep it at 20%. He could score 40 goals this season, or he could be as, Sir I'm to say, he's um, Troy Vetchkin, as she says, to get me in trouble. But, hey, he could score 40. Troy Terry, I think, has been the biggest difference for the Ducks this season. He's playing with... Also, um, his forecheck has gotten better. He's playing with a better tenacity in the dirty areas, and he's willing to get down there more. And he's also got the great Ryan Ryan Getzloff right next to him. When you're on a line with Ryan Getzloff, that kind of playmaker, and you have that kind of finishing ability, then you're going to get those goals. I mean, I like Terry. He's got 22 goals this season. Ryan Getzloff has 24 points. You know how many are goals? <gasps> Two, Ryan Getzoff has two goals and twenty-two assists, which is I'm a huge, huge disparity. I don't
1: even think I'm that surprised because he's always usually been known as being a great playmaker, um, not as much as you know a pure goal scorer. So you know I'm just I'm happy that he's still kicking at this age, yeah. even I, gotten... I
0: misspoke. I misspoke. He has twenty-one assists, or maybe wow. I'm looking into the future. So I'm gonna manifest this. Getzee will get an assist tonight on a Troy Terry goal. Okay. So, sorry, uh, sorry, Pens fans, but I'm manifesting that.
1: He's he's totally going for that. And then you told me earlier in my DMs, just to wrap this up here pretty soon, you said a 3-2 overtime win, but you didn't specify which side.
0: Nope. <laughs> uh, he's not going to do the full guarantee. Okay. No, I'm going to on here. I will on here. Okay. The Ducks are hungry. They are super hungry. I think it's going to be 3-2 Ducks but it's going to come in a shootout again. Oh, that's the only way The D- Here's why. Pittsburgh is very good in overtime. I've seen the overtime Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins on three-on-three. On three. They're very good. The Ducks three-on-three three is okay. The only way for the Ducks to beat the Penguins is if it goes into a shootout. So that's... I'm going to give you some pain. Three-two Ducks in a shootout.
1: Well, I'm sure the takes if that happens for the penguins twitter or just overall for penguins fans are just going to be hilarious um one way or the other. If um that happens.
0: um yeah, I know what
1: another shootout. I hope you are wrong with that one. I think a 3-2 final score is definitely <clears throat> it, it's it sounds pretty reasonable. I, I think I'm going to go it's close. Man, now you're kind of putting me on this. one. So I have to make my prediction now. I think I'm going to go 2-1 Pittsburgh, and I think Gino's getting one of the goals tonight just because it's fate. <laughs> you would say that, wouldn't you? I would. I, I just he's got he's gotta do one tonight, I think. You know, he's been out so long, and I'm just I'm excited to see him back. You know, I, I uh, think you know, uh, Jens,
0: gosh. Yin's are crazy for saying that. Ah, he, <laughs> had to,
1: he had to put out the punt in there, didn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well. Jason, this has definitely been a lot of fun. Um, even though these two teams are doing, don't play again the rest of the season, we will have to hopefully do one of these at some point. Hell, maybe they'll play in the Stanley Cup final by some divine yep. miracle. That that would be awesome if both teams were to get there. Um, Jason, tell us, tell the, the the Penguins faithful where everyone can find you on social media and the show.
0: They can find me on social media. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD, and the show's Twitter is at Lo underscore Ducks. And Locked on Anaheim Ducks can be found wherever you get your podcasts. And it's free and available across all platforms. So do check it out. I gave my three stars of the week. I had John Broadbent from Defend the Nest talk about Lucas Dostal. And also, I cover the miners and some prospects on Thursdays. Goals Thursdays. So that a lot of fun.
1: He always has the hashtag Let's Go Goals on the Locked on Ducks account.
0: So I also have Let the Kids Play. Yes. And I'm sad that our two teams are not playing each other because I have this new setup. Like, I have a new setup with me. I have, like, my hockey poster. And I was going to do this, and I forgot about it a few minutes before. So I have a whole bunch of jerseys that I was going to hang behind me or behind me as I had guests, like, whenever I had, like, some kind of, like, crossover so I'll let you talk for thirty seconds while I get that specialty jersey. You would like this, so you talk for thirty seconds while I go get it. Okay, so he's going
1: to go get something penguins related here. For those that are not on YouTube, um, I apologize, but I'm just going to describe it to you all. Um, overall, though, again, you just now. This is just me for a sec. You know, definitely excited that Gino is coming back tonight. And what is that jersey that we have right there? And if that, if I recall, if I recall correctly. Uh, Jason, is that a Robo Penguin jersey that I see?
0: That's a Robo jersey.
1: Oh, God. Who's <laughs> on the back of it?
0: Uh, I like this player a lot. And I remember his goal in the playoffs. It's, it's yeah, Darius. Yeah, I was going to say it's Darius. It's a good jersey. They got to bring yeah. these back. Bring back the Robo Penguin with the gradients. One of the well, more underrated jerseys out there.
1: I'll say this now that Mario is no longer the the majority owner. He hated those jerseys, number one. I know. So now that he's no longer the majority owner, don't be surprised maybe if Fenway Sports gives the go ahead to bring that beautiful jersey back. The Snoop Dogg jerseys already good enough, I think. You know, they wore those, I believe, against your team. Reverse
0: retro, but put that in white or yellow. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Reverse retro, that jersey in white. That would be that, that would be beautiful. I That'd mean be sick,
1: I would but... love to see the Robo Penguin come back um pretty, pretty soon. But Um, Jason, again, I thank you so much for coming on this episode. I very much appreciate it. And, you know, we'll definitely have to do this sometime, you
0: know, soon here down the road. Yep. Quack, quack, everyone. I had to do the quack, quack.
1: We'll be back with an episode on Wednesday.
0: Take take your gum band with you too.
1: Yeah, there it is. (laughs) we'll be back with another episode on wednesday full game recap of the penguins ducks and then we will also be talking to sarah soon as she gets ready to mourn jeff carter coming back to los angeles so i will talk to you all then